Morning, bro. Morning, bro. <laughs> so, so were you not really ready? Uh, I was having anchor issues as you per usual. Oh, okay. Well, that, that, that's good to hear then. So, for for everybody at home who doesn't know what the heck they stumbled on, I'm obvious Steve. He's obvious John. We're the obvious brothers. And we're just going to be plain old obvious this Friday morning, right, John? Okay. John, so yeah. who, who has a warmer temperature right now, you or me? Might be you. Uh, it's 32 here, John. It's not that warm here. No. Wow. What well, one 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 week a year I get to do this, so I'm going I'm going glory in it at the at the wonderful uh, temperature of 32 degrees. Yeah, it's 27 here. Feels like 13. Feels like 13. Wow, that 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 doesn't seem good somehow. And I'm considering playing golf tomorrow. Are you? Are you planning on using a brightly colored ball that skips on ice? It's supposed to get the 41 today and 51 tomorrow. Ooh, 51. Oh, that's balmy. Yeah. Yeah, being shorts and shorts and short sleeves at 51. Sure you are. Yeah. Uh, considering you have a brother who keeps wandering around outside when it's what? 15 out without a shirt i guess shorts and the short sleeves is uh, fine yeah but we're not sure he's mentally stable right matter of fact we're pretty sure he isn't i i i was about to say what do you mean yeah you, your second your second statement was was more true yeah so <laughs> yesterday he told he told told us that it was 81 in florida where he's at and i said well you can go out without a shirt and he said he thought maybe he could go out without pants too so <laughs> that just goes to show his stability right exactly yeah exactly all right john so let, let's start this week with, with uh, a mini rant john because sometimes we don't remember last weekend's games very well but i i've, I've got i've got something to say john okay yeah john why why the bleep do all these color commentators keep saying dumb shit like Maybe they should just let them score. Yeah. I don't know. They had, um, they had me fired up, and of course, it was your man Tony Romo who uh, who who start, started this. Who I I, I, I muted two thirds of the game on Sunday, but there at the end, he is maybe may, maybe uh, the uh, Chiefs should just let them score here, and yeah, so. I, no, it was the, I, it was the I, Bengals. I, by the way, the Bengals I, should I, let them score. I do right. not think I've ever seen a team, maybe I have, maybe once, but does not happen very often that a team really does just let them score. No. So it must not be a strategy that the coaches are particularly thrilled by, right? Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. So twice Sunday, both games, the, the, the color guy said, well, maybe the thing here is to just let them score. And of course, in the one game was the Chiefs game. Then they ended up kicking a forty-some yard field goal after a couple ugly plays. Yeah, yeah. This is why you don't just let them score, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then it went to overtime. Otherwise, if they let them score, it was unlikely that it would have. 
Right. Well, uh, yeah. Well, it, it, it's just, uh, I mean, I mean, depending upon the situation and the math and everything, um, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of crazy. It's like, it's automatic. We're going to go down and score and make up for the score we just gave up. It's, yeah. It's, just, it's not the way it works. I think maybe the only way that could possibly work is if you're, you're above the um, two minute warning. And even that, I, you know, I'm not convinced on it, but you got to have that extra, you got to have the time, right? I mean, it's, it doesn't do you any good to let them score with, 40 seconds left in the game because it's really unlikely that you're going to go down and, and counteract that score. But if if you can get it and get the ball back with a couple timeouts and then two minute warning, okay, that might be a slightly different scenario. Yeah, slightly. well, uh, yeah, I, I guess I, I just get tired of them. You know, like I say, both times on Sunday they said this, and I, I'm sure they said it the week before at various times. It's just not very likely to work out for you. You're much better off, <laughs> I would think, unless it's a, a 65-60 game where neither team can really stop the other, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you're, you're much better off playing defense and hoping your defense comes up with a play, right? Correct. Yeah. We, we, we've seen that happen, a fumble, a, 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 uh, a couple sacks or, you know, you know, a uh, – interception or something but all right so I, I got that off my chest i feel i feel better now they were both good games yeah they were uh, some quality football last weekend and and some fresh blood in the super bowl which i think most people are pretty excited about okay well yeah I, you mean cincinnati who hasn't been there in your lifetime so no and i i can't remember the last time the rams were there the Rams were there under golf just since McVay's been there as coach four years ago. Did they go to the Super Bowl that year or they just make it to the championship game? No, they went to the Super Bowl and got beat by the Chiefs, of course. So, yeah. Or the Chiefs, I'm sorry, the, the uh, Patriots. Okay. So it has not been that long, but they, they are not. I will grant you this. That was the first time they've been in – 20 years i think so yeah right so and uh and but i i don't know i think i think it's a little annoying that they get to play at home but uh that's what two years two years in a row it's crazy two years in a row where is it next year oh you would have to ask that i don't know well, I did, it, it was just we, we should we should jump on the futures, right? As to who's in the Super Bowl. Yeah, true. Because it, it's it's a trend line now, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think the the Rams I saw open like five point favorites, Sean. Uh, I thought I saw the first line was like six. Okay, well, six is like five in my world, so. So, so yeah, Rams, 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 Rams are significant favorites, John. They are. I, uh, I'll be working the, uh, the Cincinnati line on that one. I, I, I just, it feels like a team of destiny this year for some reason to me. Okay. 
Uh, you know, ESPN's online site won't uh, won't give me a uh, a line. Really? Yeah, it's just you know they're just so stupid. I got it at Rams four and a half over under forty eight point five. Hey, Rams 40 and 44 and a half. You know, that's even closer to what I just said. Uh, yeah, I, hmm. I like, I'm, the I, 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 I don't know why people don't like the Bengals more, but, uh, it's, uh, it's an interesting world. I definitely like the over in this game. I think it's going to be a pretty, there's going to be some offense in this game. Is there? Hmm. So, so you're playing playing on Mr. Stafford having a good game, huh? I think both QBs should have pretty solid games. Yeah, well, that again depends upon how much uh, uh, Burrow has to run from Aaron Donald, right? Mm-hmm. It's a inter- interesting, interesting world. Yeah. So, are are you caught up on your TV, John? Not even close. I did watch the first episode of Resident Alien, though, which has got me kind of back into the interested in that show very much. Oh, he's this he's a silly man, Harry. Yeah, it's just the whole thing is silly. And the kid. And, yeah, well, and now the parents, the kid's parents are all. <laughs> yes, they are. They are so weird. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he, he just keeps rolling his eyes at them. Did you so to catch everybody up, they at the end of the season last year they had the, the battle with the, the other two aliens that were there and a big fight and, and the husband who's kind of a mousy twerpy kind of guy, doesn't really stand up for himself very well, defended his you mean the mayor? The mayor, yes. Defended his, his uh home quite well and his wife became very uh enamored with that yeah she <laughs> she seems to have found it uh, sexually attractive based on yes. uh, the, the first episode of the season yes <laughs> but they're doing all that weird role play and they kept they kept coming out in costumes talking to the kid yeah and the kid kept looking like why are you oh man yeah but but then the kid the kid at the end uh has a, a hairy chest so he, he's got his own issues right yes yeah he pulls off his shirt and he's got a nice thick, thick yeah. chest hair going yeah yeah you were envious aren't you john yeah it's pretty pretty thick yeah well you should see how he wakes up uh in the second episode john he must have a beard <laughs> You could write for the show, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would. Yeah, well, if you got that, John, you should see him when he goes to meets Harry for breakfast then that morning. Oh boy, I can't wait. Yeah, well, you, you, yeah, you can imagine. There is a lot of toilet paper on his face, John. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Yeah, yeah, that show is that show is sure is squirrely. It's got some funny parts and it's got good character development and it's got some just some really dumb like the police chief and yeah he's the mayor and they're all they're all something yeah the police chief is uh yeah he's uh well 
they're, they're they, they think they're on to Dr. What's his name? They think he, he thinks he's a mass murderer or something. So they're watching him now. So, yeah. which, uh, of course, they're, they're, all the clues kind of right under his nose, but uh, he's looking at other things, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, Resident Alien is pretty good. And uh, you're behind on Boba Fett, which, uh, by the way, is. Uh, not had Boba Fett in it for two episodes, which is kind of kind of interesting. That's weird. And and I, I I I could lure you into watching this week's episode, but I would have to do a spoiler to do so. So I'm gonna. I plan on getting caught up today. Oh, okay. I guess. Good. I guess plenty of downtime today. Oh well, that, that's good to hear. And you're feeling all right. Yeah. So you came back from last weekend healthy? Yeah, because I, I had had COVID at the beginning of the year, so I didn't. I don't think I can get it for another like ninety days. Oh, of course, okay. one, of my, one of my customers would say otherwise. I think he's had it like three times in the last ten weeks. Okay, well, I, I was, I was not aware. I have not done my own research like Aaron Rodgers, so I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know exactly. I, I know they talk about uh, you need a vaccine as well as having had it because just having it isn't enough. But uh, you you do know that uh, my daughter has it, right? Yes. Yeah. She's they struggling. Came, with... came home from last weekend with you. Well, and, and has and has the uh, tested positive. So that's delightful. Thank you. And uh, yeah. and amazingly, she spent eight hours in the car with my sister and. She's negative and feels fine, right? That's right. So far, yeah, so far, a lot, of, a lot of knocking on wood, as we say this. But uh, you know, I don't know how many days gestation period there. I thought it was a pretty quick gestation period. I say three days from exposure. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, it's been more than three days, so I'd say I'd say Karen's probably should be in the clear. Okay. Well, thank, thank you, Doctor John, uh, and uh, you know this is. This is why they pay us the big bucks, right? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. And Lanissa had it also, and she, the, the, our doctor said that we should wait until we were completely clear of all symptoms and felt good before we would get the booster because we got COVID right before we were both supposed to get our boosters. Yeah. She actually got boosted last week and said it. she felt fine. So yeah. actually she got boosted on Monday. She, so I'm going to get my booster next week. Okay, I'll make, I'll make sure I put COVID update on uh, on the uh, the header for the episode. Yes, because I. All right. Well, uh, I was going to go somewhere, John, and you, you you kicked me. Oh, so so how much of the uh, you know I was looking at ESPN's NFL page, and and they were trying to lure me into watching a game on Sunday. Is there any <laughs> any any chance of that, John? No, does anybody? Nobody watches. I think, I, I think, I think this is why they are they are trying to. Uh, yeah, the the Pro Bowl is on Sunday. I are they back in Hawaii? I don't know. No, no, they're in Vegas. I think it's going to be in Vegas from now on. Oh, in Vegas. Oh, that's good. And it is interesting about. Uh, oh, I went to the front page and and. and but uh, ESPN doesn't exactly overhype the fact that the Olympic Games are on, do they? No, no. It's hard to find Olympic Olympics on here. 
which by the way, did you watch Mr. Nathan Chen last night? No, no, I did not watch whoever Mr. Nathan Chen is. He's, oh, uh, that's right. I, I forgot. You ice skating. Uh, yes. Dude, he dominated his free dance routine. It was badass. No, John, it was not. It was. No, John, it, it is figure skating. There is nothing badass about it. No. If you would have saw the triple no. south cow, double south cow. Okay. Triple Lindy that he pulled off. It was pretty you're, impressive. You're, you're just you're just making shit up, John. This is we had it on for a few minutes, John, and we were laughing because this is a sport where the commentators could say anything and we wouldn't know. Right? <laughs> yes, it didn't exactly hit that triple sow cow. Uh, the uh, leading edge wasn't exactly, and it's like what, what, what? Stayed on a stayed on his feet. Uh, it seems good to me, right? But <laughs> that's kind of a goal, right? Yeah, well, it would be for me. And that, uh, jumping and doing a spin, I'd be like, God, what what broken parts would there be that they would be sweeping up like a Beetle Bailey cartoon? But uh, no, they're uh, they're they're like, oh well, not quite on the right edge there. And I'm like, what, what, what? You can't see that. What are you talking about? But so, yeah. Well, and I we I'll admit for half hour, I did watch the the women's moguls which are pretty badass of course it was minus one degree and snowing so that looked like a lot of fun did you see uh no the, the video i think it was the the qualifiers for this where no. the dude the dude knocked himself out no on moguls because you know how their their knees you yeah. know their knees about any of his his head went down and his knees came up and he, he knocked, knocked himself out cold. I mean, knee to forehead, knee to forehead and just slowly slid down the hill from there. It was, it was brutal. It looked really bad. Yeah. So I find it annoying as shit. And of course I don't have a boat, so it doesn't matter. But you, did you read John that uh, it's a hundred percent fake snow? No. Yeah. First time in, in Olympic history that they will ski on 100% fake snow. It is kind of dumb. Right. Well, and I guess, you know, I, we, we're the obvious brothers, so we'll work this out. It's just gotten so big that they can't go to any of the places they used to go that are real, uh, you, you know, uh, cold weather sites. And they have to go. Beijing isn't, you know isn't that cold and neither was a place in Russia. Uh, they went two times ago. Uh, but, you know, going back to Lillehammer, Norway, which is in the middle of and nowhere in a tiny little town, I guess they're not going to do anymore. Right. So yeah, they're going to get in this situation and it's like, you know, serious. Are you serious about winter stuff or not? You know? And I guess the answer is no, we'll just put, throw down some fake snow and, you know, let everybody deal with it, right? Right. Right. So, anyway, speaking of fake snow, John, I, I know we were in the middle of a text exchange Wednesday night that went lots of different places. You didn't happen to turn on the uh, the soccer game, did you? No. Oh, yes. The U.S. men's national team played Wednesday night. You do remember where they were playing, right? No. 
They played in Minneapolis Wednesday night, John. Outdoors? They played. Yes. See, there you go. The a question. Yes, they did, John. They played outdoors. It was minus one uh, during the game. Uh, and as you can imagine, every breath they took came out as uh, smoke, right? <coughs> who, who scheduled that? Well, did you, you, you really, I, I guess you were, where were you at? You weren't responding to all the texts. I was uh, in my meetings. According, according to uh, our, our resident expert, Swerve, the, the U.S. Uh, Association did not want to play someplace where there would be a lot of Honduran fans show up because at least one time in the past we've been embarrassed by more of their fans than ours for one of our home games. So well, I, would, I would say that was a good choice then, because I'm I would, sure I would Hondurans. Number of, yeah, my number of Hondurans making the trip uh, to uh, uh, to Minneapolis on February the second. Uh, that was a good call. Yeah, yeah. There, I don't think there are a lot of Hon. I, I I can imagine most Hondurans do not own a coat to wear in that kind of weather, right, John? No, I, I would. Yeah. I would probably bet on it. Yeah, I'd probably. And guess what, John? <laughs> According to the report, two Honduran players had to be treated for hypothermia after the game. <laughs> it's not really funny, but it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. It's a little funny. Yeah, well, yeah, it was like, I'm sitting there, I, I turned over to it uh, at various times and watched a bit of it, and it was like, that doesn't look like fun at all. And I'm like, I did text and say, I wonder if any of these guys have ever played in these kind of conditions before. Cause you know, you don't, you don't play outside in the cold like that anywhere in the world. No. Yeah. If you're a professional soccer player and I'm like, well, not too many of them are from Minnesota and you probably don't play in February if you're a Minnesotan anyway. Right. You're playing right. hockey. Yeah. So, Yes, it was brutal. We won 3-0. Uh, that puts us in second place on the table with three games left, which we're in pretty – we're in really good shape. But, yes, I, I'm like, what? What? So, when I saw it was in Minneapolis, I was like, oh, they got to be playing indoors, right? Yes. And then I turn over to it, and it's like, oh, my God, they're outside. Oh, my God. That's crazy shit. Yes. It's yes. Unbelievable. Talk about talk about ice in the ball, man. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that ball felt like a kicking a yeah. Well, a medicine then, ball. Well, I was watching the Honduran goalie got hit upside the head with the ball from close range, and and he was, uh, you, you know, it took him ten minutes to get him where his eyes went in the right direction again. So <laughs> yeah, I I can imagine it was uh, it was a little firmer than normal, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that was that was a lot of fun. We're in good shape to go to the World Cup uh, at this point. But uh, if you remember four years ago, and I probably ought to touch wood here, or whatever uh, for us, we we choked in the last three games uh, when we were in good shape and ended up not making it. And so we will hope we can. I think three ties and we and we go is I think what people have said. So yeah, they. They've not been very good in, in the past. So, I mean, they've been getting pretty yeah. dominated. Right. So. 
for for a country with with, with uh, our money and athletic talent, it's a little embarrassing. But uh, there yeah. you go. All right, John. Uh, not speaking of embarrassing. Well, yeah, let's talk about embarrassing. John, we really did well picking our five games last week. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the commanders. And if you want to talk about embarrassing. Oh, oh is that uh, you think? Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about one of your rival teams. I can't believe you even want to talk about them, John. But yes, the, the Washington Redskins, and I'm going to say it that way because this is the way we're going. Uh, announced their new uh, n- new nickname uh, this week on Wednesday, and they are now the Commanders. And uh, the first thing I did, you know, I saw the announcement and opened the pictures looking for what their logo is going to be, right, John? Still the W. Still the – well, they did – supposedly they modified the kind of script W – the kind of W they got. But, yes, nothing but a W, no – know anything and uh so uh i mean what 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 is your i mean if you're the commanders what's your what do you you make your logo a battleship or what uh i don't know some some goofy looking general kind of guy i don't know Uh, it looks like george washington uh i okay but you know you've already heard what the the nickname of the nickname is right the commies, yeah, the yeah. commies, yeah, yeah. That's going to bring a whole new uh, flavor to the uh, America's team versus the commies next right. year. It is. It's going. It's going to be a, a, a real philosophical uh, kind of a battle between America's team and the commies next year, and uh, we look forward to it. And it that probably doesn't help that the the uh, Washington football team's colors are a bit red either, does it? No. But they do have a black uniform, which I don't quite understand. If you've seen their uniforms yet, they got I, black I, with I, yellow numbers. I saw, I saw the array. I guess is what we're going to say. And but uh, you know, everybody, everybody has some funky uniforms anymore, John. So you know, grays and blacks and yeah. Uh, it, it sometimes it's incomprehensible. You, you you can turn a game you can turn a game on and and not know from the uniforms who you're watching. True. Yeah. I also have an update on the next three Super Bowls if you're interested in that. Uh, well, I, I'm willing to hear what the next one is. Just to... potentially a Super Bowl contender. Um, it will be in Glendale, Arizona. Oh, is that right? Oh, so the Cardinals could play in their home stadium next year. And then Vegas in 24, and then uh, New Orleans in 25. Okay. Well, there you go. So uh, I didn't know that. That got renamed from the Mercedes Superdome to the Caesars Superdome. Oh, did it? Yeah. Huh. Well, you know how it is. It's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a contract for X number of years, and there's no guarantee they're going to re-up, right? Mm-hmm. Or or they don't get outbid. Right. Yeah, that's that's probably more of anything. Yeah. For money. So so all. John, John, I saw I saw one of the uh speaking of Caesars, one of the uh uh websites said that you could uh they give you two hundred and eighty dollars to bet on the uh Super Bowl. We just give it to you. Well, I don't know what the can, but they they acted like they would just give it to you, yeah, free two hundred and eighty dollars. 
Okay. You know, a little, little crack cocaine down on the corner, right? Yeah. I can't use Caesars. Well, probably. I, I'm surprised you can use anything in your state. Mm. Yeah, you have to use a bookie, basically. Yeah, right. Because Texas is one of those places that's still on that side of the law. Yeah. It's a, it is a weird, it is a weird thing. Uh, the whole, you know, I, as we know, I listened to the bear in Stanford, Steve, and the bear is quite the better and travels a lot too. So he's always talking about, well, I have to get off Caesars and get on FanDuel because I'm in such and such a state, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah. the whole, the whole fact that every different state has a different set of possible, uh, sites is, uh, did you see how much, uh, was it the state of New York bet when they made it legal in like their first month? No. Oh, it was astronomical. It was like $300 million in a month. Is that right? So, so, but not anywhere near as much value as Facebook lost yesterday, huh? <laughs> Suck at Facebook. Yeah, well, did not have a good day. No. Yeah. But that's, we feel bad for the Zuckerberg, right? The robot. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's talk college basketball. Uh, I I looked at Brackettville this morning, and I because Sean's interested. Notre Dame is in the field uh, as in the Final Four in this morning. So, wow, Notre Dame. Look, you know, did they? They didn't play last night, did they? No, they played Wednesday night and beat Miami down there. In a huge road win, right? Yeah, well, they played three games in, what, two, five days? Uh, uh, they played Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, and then they play again tomorrow on Saturday. So four games in eight days, if you count it that way. So but that's, you know, you know, you know, they're good students. They, I'm, I'm sure they're going to class every day in between, and mm-hmm. uh, their grades are fine. So, yeah, right. But but anyway, uh, they I, I they lured me into watching some of Monday night's game, John. And oh, it was it was horrible. It was, oh, when they got pummeled by Duke. Uh, when they scored forty five points in yeah, that the was game, with, yeah, in the game with Duke, yes. And of course, this was a game that uh, that you and I uh, picked. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, Duke didn't exactly light it up. I mean, a fifty-seven to forty-three game—that's like, that's like nineteen thirties basketball score. Well, okay, but they—they they more than covered. Uh, they did not look good. Uh, Notre Dame looked pathetic. So, uh, I guess I guess we, we our friend Sean's got to feel good about winning at Miami by two points on on Wednesday. They they seem to be in the field, and we've already talked way more about them than we should have. Yeah, aren't they second in the ACC now? Okay, yeah. they might be. Yes, hell, they might be leading the ACC. You know how it is with the unbalanced schedule and everything, John. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay, so let's if we're going to go ACC, first game we're picking for this week, John, coming off our brilliant week last week, is tomorrow night the first Duke North Carolina game of the season, six o'clock Saturday night. Duke is a three-point favorite. North Carolina is not even ranked. 
No, North Carolina is 16 and six and is on the verge of not making the field. They've had a couple bad losses too, haven't they? Lost to Wake Forest, Miami, Notre Dame. Uh, I I don't know that those are. They do not have a bad. I think all their losses are quadrant two losses. No, okay. no, all their losses are quadrant one losses, but they have not won a quadrant one game. Wake Forest is a quad one. Yeah. Two. Yeah, that's as a you know, I heard this earlier in the week. So as of earlier in the week they were. Okay. Uh, so not none, none would of those, say, would you say the line they was haven't, they haven't beaten anybody. They they you know they they have they don't have a bad loss, but they do not have a quad one win. Right. So <clears throat> what'd you say the spread was? Three. Yeah, I'll 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 ride with the Dukies on that one. Okay, so you're taking Duke on the road. In a game that is often, it's often a great game and uh, so forth. In fact, I'm looking at Bracket Bill this morning. Has North Carolina is playing in the play-in game? That's how how much respect they're getting at this point. So, all right. So that's that's an opening. Uh, so, John, I, I know you haven't been doing your your college basketball research yet, but. If I, I, I'm going to name you the eight teams, one of which at this point I would say is going to win the national championship. So you you start. I'll, I'll let you try and guess the eight teams, and I'll see how close you come. And 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 here I'll give you clues, John. There's no Big Ten team, and uh, there's only one duplicate conference. Okay, so I'm. You're going to pick the eight teams would be Auburn, Gonzaga, uh, Baylor. You said there's no Big Ten teams? No Big Ten teams. You're, you're doing great. You're three for three. Uh, Duke. Four for four. UCLA. No. Arizona. Yes. Um. Kansas? No. What about uh, Providence? You like them, don't you? No. No? No. Providence have terrible Ken Palm numbers. You can't believe they've won this many games. Kentucky? Yes. That's six. I'm going to come up with two more. That aren't Big Ten. Nova? Yes. And I don't know. Are you going to pick an outlier like Xavier? No. Or Houston? Houston, yes. Houston is number eight. See, you did it. Well done. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So so I'll just tell you, this is because over the years, every team that's won the national championship going back like 15 years – has been in the top 25 in Ken Palm in both offensive and efficiency. Yep. And th- those are the eight. Right now, there are eight teams that do that, and those are the eight. The best best Big Ten team is Illinois, which is 19th in offense and 27th in defense. So they're very close. But yeah. that's – yeah. And that's at the end of the year, though, right? End of the regular right. season. Right. So, so, so all this, this could shuffle some. This is just right now 
what the numbers say. But, uh, you know, if I was sitting down doing my bracket today, I would make sure those eight teams, uh, I, I would be paying attention to those eight teams. Yeah, that's a good, good call. Well, and let me, uh, I will just point out, because we talked about Notre Dame, we'll talk about Purdue, who is actually, what are they, in total Kim Palm, they are number seven. But they are, you know, they're number one in adjusted offensive efficiency, right? They are the best offensive team in the country. Really? Yeah. Uh, by uh, two points a game, they are the uh, the be- best offensive team in the country. You know what they are in defense? No. 93rd. Ouch. Right. So uh, it does not take a genius to know that uh, – that usually does not work out for people. No, that's that's not good. No, and and you mentioned Kansas. Kansas is third in offensive efficiency. They are forty sixth in defensive efficiency. So uh, you can see the weak side of the ball. And of course, there are always teams that do the opposite, right? That have really good defenses. Well, LSU is the number one defensive efficiency team in the country. They're one nineteen in offense. So, yeah, having having that high quality balance is a, is fairly rare. So, there you go. Duke, yeah, we'll watch Duke tomorrow night. All right, John, let's pick some games. First, okay. game, first game tomorrow is the uh, you mentioned Nova is UConn is ranked seventeenth in the country. They play Nova, who's twelve. Nova's a seven point favorite. It's a noon game on Fox. Do you know anything about UConn? Uh, no, I don't. So this is that's John, and we'll be taking Villanova, and so will I. All right. Would you say how big was the spread? Seven. Big enough to tempt you? On the road. Yeah, has no decent wins whatsoever. Yeah, well, let let me. I I'll bring this up. They did beat Auburn, amazingly enough, though. Yeah, they're the only team to beat Auburn in overtime on a neutral court in November. One hundred and fifteen to one oh nine. Yeah, they are a. does not make you think that they are a uh, defensive juggernaut, does it? No, they've given up some points too. So yeah, I, I will. I'll stick with Nova. Yes, I'm in agreement. Okay, so uh, second game is Baylor is at Kansas in a wing dinger, right? In the Big Twelve, uh, Baylor is eighth in the country. Kansas is tenth in the country. It's at four o'clock on ESPN. It might as well be a pick 'em because I got it as one point. I will take Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Okay, uh, I I will too. And uh, by the way, last week when we both picked the same way, we lost them both. So, uh, but Baylor is not played well in the last uh, half dozen or so games. Uh, they are four and three in the last seven. 
with losses, uh, a pretty decent loss uh, a week ago at Alabama. Uh, they lost to Oklahoma State. It's no no bad thing to lose to Texas Tech, but uh, yeah, um, they have not been exactly hot. So there you yeah, go. And Texas Tech took uh, Kansas into double overtime to get that Kansas get that win. So Texas Tech is pretty good. Yeah, Texas Tech is pretty good. All right. Second game, 5 o'clock on Fox tomorrow afternoon. Number 19, USC is at number 7, Arizona. It is an 11-point Arizona spread. Arizona, who is number 2 overall in adjusted efficiency, according to Kim Palm, uh, is flirting with a one seed, one by ten last night at home against UCLA. Um, eight and one in the conference. Hmm, that's such a big note. You said eleven. Eleven, yeah. USC. I'll take, I'll take USC to cover that. Okay. I think I'm I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to let to go with the home team given the points just because just so we don't do the same thing. I do agree that's a lot of points. And uh I guess I worry about USC's current state of mind. They won last night at Arizona State by five in a very low scoring game. <sighs> yeah. Well, I don't know. What are they? They're 19 and three, John. Can you believe that? They're 19 and three. Yeah. And an 11 point dog against an 18 and two team. Right. Yeah. All right. The, the aforementioned big game of the weekend is Duke is a three point favorite at North Carolina, six o'clock on ESPN. In a game, a game we may watch just to see how many blue injuries we can watch. <laughs> Go injuries! Yeah, Go injuries. Definitely taking Duke here. I don't think this is. I mean, I know. Yeah, it's a rivalry. Throw the records out the window. Blah blah blah. That's a hundred percent true. But I def, definitely believe Duke can cover the three here. Well, I'm going to go the other way too. Uh, again. Uh, taking the home team uh, and, and just the, uh, hoping that North Carolina gets up. And uh, I know they've got people who can play. I'm not sure. Duke's got a couple people who might be lottery picks. But, uh, yeah, just hope the home team helps. So, all right, we're going to skip all the way to Monday night in the Big 12, John. Kansas is at Texas, 9 o'clock on ESPN Monday night. Kansas is a one-point underdog. Really? That is what Kim Palm has it at this point. They they have, uh, yeah, 53% chance of Texas winning. Yeah, and I've got the ESPN matchup predictor has Texas at 58.6%. Yeah, there you go. That's even bigger. So, so you're going. You're going. Uh, give the point and take Texas, John. Well, I've stole the one that you want. I'll let you go first. Uh, I, I, I'm going with Kansas. I'm not ready to believe in Texas. 
that's where I was leaning, but uh, to be opposite, I'll, I'll take Texas. Okay. And so we'll, we can't both be wrong, right, John? Is that what we're? <laughs> yeah, one of us has got to be right. Yeah. So, so John, we were so up on things uh, early in the week. Uh, we had to look up uh, who was coaching at Texas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, we... forgot, I forgot Bird made the switch from uh, Tech to Texas. Yeah. Well, more, uh, yeah. Um, what drove it was shock had jumped to Marquette. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I guess he thought he, if he came back a year, he's going to be on the hot seat again, or uh, he was just ahead of the firing squad, right? So he left, and then uh, Beard went from Texas Tech to Texas, which is, well, he he is a Texas grad, so, uh, but uh, the tech techies all hate him now, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have a one of my Twitter peeps is a huge tech guy and i won't tell you the the bad words he says about yeah beard. yeah well uh, john you 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 know a little bit about texas at this point in your life right so yeah. you got choice you, you got uh several million dollars a year they're paying you uh lubbock or austin john uh, yeah austin is that it's it, do you want to just say out loud john that's not a hard choice yeah, it's not a hard choice. <laughs> Lubbock or Austin, right, John? Yeah. <laughs> right. And and especially if you went to school there, you, you know, as, as, I, I listen to the CBS guys, uh, their podcasts fairly regularly. And as they pointed out, you know, you went to school there. Well, you, you think he's not going to want to go back there, especially if they match or even more than match the money, right? Yeah. I mean... Uh, it's not like he went to Baylor or, right. you know, which they don't hate as much, but uh, yeah, he, he, he going back to your alma mater, something you got to forgive the guy, I, I think, but they're not going to forgive him anytime soon. So, yeah. No, and you know, and Tech is still good, but I mean, he thought they went on a really good run with him. So. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I mean, they've never been to a final four before he got there and right. you know, uh, they went to the championship game the one year. So, Can't say um, I blame him, blame him for cashing in on that. Well, and, and as they were saying, you know, some, you have to have some perspective. He turned your program into a real basketball power. You know, you, you should thank the guy. Right. Cause I mean, you've been trying for years and years to get over the hump to be something other than, you know, a, a second weekend team, right? So, all right. So, uh, so you saw that Bruce Pearl uh, got a big contract at Auburn, right? I saw a blur, but I didn't see how big it was. Uh, $50 million for through 2030. Eight years, $50 million, That's a pretty decent chunk. Yeah, well, and he'll be 70 in 2030. So, uh, Is he that old? Yes, wow. he's he's been around quite a while, and, and I I will say this and and hope I don't get sued. He's cheated every place he's been, John. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, well, I, I okay, I I think I can get away with that, John, because he had a three year show cause after Tennessee. So, uh, you know, it was quite the thing for Auburn, you know, uh, to to 
take a chance on him and uh, he's come through for them, right? I mean, they went to the final four. Uh, you, they, they played UVA in the final game, didn't they? In, in his first year? Well, 2019, was that his first year? Second year? But so he's turned, he's turned Auburn into a basketball power, it looks like at this point. So uh, probably deserves the money and uh, you just hope he doesn't get caught again, right? <laughs> I like how you put that. Well, I, I, yeah, come on, man. Really? That somehow, somehow suddenly Auburn is uh, turning out uh, SEC championships right after he gets there. Yeah, it's just, you know, he just has them out. He has the same players out on the court a lot longer, teaching them how to dribble left-handed, right? And that's why they're doing this. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's it. That's it, yeah. So don't, don't call me skeptical or anything or cynical. Or actually, I, I think in this case, I, I think I'm just being kind of factual. Yeah, I mean, it, 2014 was his first year there. Oh, has he been there that long? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, well, I, I remember uh, driving around in the car listening to him on the radio when he was at ESPN. And boy, can the man talk. Yeah, he only went to the Final Four. They didn't go to the final game in 2019. Oh, is that they got beat by UVA by a buzzer beater in the semi then? Okay. Your memory somehow is better than mine about that crap. Well, that was, you know, UVA beat Purdue in the game before that with a buzzer beater. Then they won in a buzzer beater in both the two games for the championship. It's amazing how his, his, uh, Sanctions don't show up here. Yeah, what what are you looking on? ESPN on his Wikipedia page. On his Wikipedia. Oh, now, really? It doesn't mention the fact he had to sit three years out. I haven't. I mean, I'm obviously uh, perusing. Perusing anything? Oh, here's an NCAA in 2008. 2011, given a three-year show cause. Yep, there it is. Yeah. So 2008 was the job before Tennessee, right? Yes, which would have been. Um, no, he was at Tennessee from 05 to 11. So there were two there were two punishments at Tennessee. Correct. Where was he at before that? Milwaukee from 01 to 05. OK, I, I, I do not remember there being any sanctions against them. So, but, but twice at Tennessee. But he was, at a, he was the center of a recruiting incident involving Illinois and when he was an assistant at Iowa. Okay. But, but you, you know, Auburn is in the middle of the whole Nike thing, as I remember one of their, his mm -hmm. assistants was in trouble with that uh, investigation. So, yeah. Yes, there's a few, a couple more than one assistant had to fall on the sword for that BS, didn't they? Yeah, uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, 
anyway, so Bruce got a bunch of money this week for being a cheater and uh, getting Auburn to the top. Oh, I didn't say that, did I? Uh, getting Auburn to the top of the SEC here, it looks like. So uh, co- coaches move and make a bunch of money, and uh, it is a wild world about, you know, if anybody cares how they do it, right? Correct. Right. Okay. So how, how are you Hoosiers? They're in the tournament as of right now. Yeah, I, I saw there are seven this morning. So, but I, I keep looking and, uh, and worrying. Now, there they are, 24 on Kim Palm. They are 16 and five. Wow, Kim Palm's got them up to 21 and nine for the season. They play Iowa Saturday or Illinois Saturday. So they, they do at home and they are a one point favorite. Yeah, I think. Uh, how, do you get, how do you keep getting the uh, the lines so early? Because that is one thing that I have found is difficult to get for these games. I bought the Ken Palm subscription. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's why I bought it because because they and and their I think their lines based on their metrics. Got right. It. So. So yes, uh, if they really finish twenty-one and nine. Are they safely in the field? Oh, yeah. You think? Okay. Unless, they, unless some of those losses are really bad. Well, I think, you, they quite, you know, the problem is you can't really answer that question without knowing what everybody else mm-hmm. in the bottom of the field is doing, right? And I guess you don't imagine everybody at the bottom of the field is going to keep winning every game, right? So you might be right. And their schedule is not terribly difficult going forward. I mean, obviously, anything on the road in the Big Ten is is never a gimme. But, um, you know, they play Illinois, obviously, this weekend. They got at Northwestern, which should be a win, at Michigan State, which is probably a loss. At home against Wisconsin might be a coin tosser. We'll see how they look at that time. I'd, I'd have to lean yeah, towards Kent, Wisconsin, obviously. Yeah, Ken Baum has them winning that game. Oh, good. I don't know if they can beat Iowa, Ohio State twice in a year. And that one's at Ohio State. No. Um, and then probably losing at Purdue at the end of the year. Right. So what's the four losses he, he gives them? Well, it, it, it only shows three, but the, the projected is – Obviously, they, they lose one in the tournament then. Well, Michigan State, uh, Ohio State, and Purdue losses. But the uh, it says at the bottom, projected record is based on cumulative po- probabilities of winning each game and may not equal the sum of the individual game predictions. So uh, they think they'll lose another one in there someplace – just well, Illinois a one point favorite tomorrow. Yeah, I, I'd say it or the Wisconsin game though. The being more likely to win. They they like Illinois more than they like Wisconsin. No, we never beat Wisconsin. Always seems to have our number. Oh well, kind of like that early loss to Penn State, which frustrates the hell out of me. Yeah, then we turn around and pummel them. Where is the early loss? Oh, there it is. Okay. 
three points there on the second of January. All right. Well, just thought we'd, we, you know, we're, we're running out of time, but I just wanted to do a quick IU check. And yeah. uh, I think we will probably be checking Notre Dame and IU at the bottom of the uh, bracket for the rest of the, the way. I, I, I actually looked to see when they were doing the 16 team bracket thing and I couldn't find anybody to tell me. So uh, we, we can't say we're going to talk about that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'd love to, because it's coming up here shortly, right? It should be. Uh, but nobody, I, and like I said, nobody was talking about it. All right, John. Well, uh, next Friday, we'll be talking about the Super Bowl and all the money we're going to lose and uh, probably ought to uh, do the uh, what all the dumbass podcasts do and talk about what food you eat and all that sort of thing. So uh, I guess we'll have material next week, huh? Yeah, we should. We should yeah. be good to go. Yeah, and uh, uh, good luck with your health and your weather. Thank you. And hopefully, like I said, hopefully I get to play golf tomorrow. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and go ahead, wear shorts. Yeah, probably not. But like I said, hopefully. Uh, well, speaking of shorts, probably I put a plug in for John Fetterman. Yeah. Dude. So, my, so, my idol. Who is, who is uh, Pennsylvania's lieutenant governor is running for the U.S. Senate but went to Pittsburgh last week to meet the president. Uh, it, it, I, it couldn't have been 30 degrees out, right, John? No way. Yeah. So he, he's standing there shaking President Biden's hand in front of the bridge that broke down. Uh, well, that Biden was supposed to cross. Yeah. Well, and I guess Betterman had crossed it not too long before it, it cracked up. But Big John stand there in his Carhartt shorts and, uh, in, you know, his fluffy coat meeting the president yeah so yeah there yep. you go a man, a man of, yeah with your own heart right there john uh, short, yeah he shorts cam- on a 30 degree day he yeah. his camo cargo shorts on ready to rock yeah there he is that's that's our lieutenant governor yeah so but he's running for senate right he's running for, he's running for toomey's seat in the senate yeah Good. Good and, luck. And, and currently, the last, I saw a poll this week that had him way ahead in the primary. So, uh, I would think he's. I would be shocked if that guy didn't win. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've read. He's 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 not your regular. Obviously, not your regular politician. Uh, he's also six seven with a shaved head, right, John? So, yeah. Uh, more than one person has claimed he looks like a bouncer or a professional wrestler. So. <laughs> yeah, I can see that those those are good good analogies. Yeah. So yeah. So all right. So uh onward and upward, John. Have a good weekend. You too, Steve. Have a great weekend. Enjoy enjoy the hoops and uh stay safe, stay warm, and my love to the fam. Hope Meg gets gets better quickly. Okay, thank you. All right. Just Take care, bro. The if you don't know where the local tractor supply is, you can get ivermectin there. Is that right? I know where it's at. I know where it's at. Thanks for the tip. Thank you. Hi, bro. Hi, bro.